Hello, and welcome to the Bring It On podcast. I'm your host, Erin, photographer, obsessed runner, self-proclaimed crazy person with a gift for sharing advice, embarrassing life experiences, health, fitness, and a life's mission of busting you out of your excuse-driven mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's up, party people? Welcome to Thursday, October 29th. It's Thursday, day number two. So I can check this as soon as I get this recorded off my to-do shit list. And guess what? I'm now 44 because yesterday was my birthday. Woohoo! And I got to tell you guys the most hilarious thing. My son is 12 and a half. So he's to that point now where like everything I do embarrasses the shit out of him. So you know what I started my day with yesterday? I looked on Spotify for 90s dance party. And you know what comes up? Whoop, there it is. Yeah, man. That's how I started our day yesterday was with whoop, there it is. He, we hadn't even left the house yet and he wanted to melt and die in the carpet. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, if you ever listen to this, I love you dearly, but it's my job as your mom to embarrass the shit out of you because you need to lighten up, my friend. You need some more human humor in your life. And when I was a kid, I would wanted to die from embarrassment too. So don't feel bad. It's just, it's like a, it's like a rite of passage. It's like rite of passage. Actually, that's total bullshit. It's just because your mom's a jerk. You're welcome. It's, it'll be a character building moment for you in the future. It'll be all right. You'll survive. Make you a better person. Or hate me for the rest of your life. I mean, it could go either way. But it is what it is. But I thoroughly enjoyed my day yesterday. I only had, what did I have on my to-do list yesterday? Um, I had a 45-minute run, which I kind of meh. I jumped on my elliptical yesterday morning and confirmed that it needs to go because I don't like it anymore. And post on my Facebook page, on my photography business page, I did that. So I got Grant's a few done from my nephew Grant's senior session. Holy crapola, he's a senior. Oh my god, you guys, I can't even. The little chubby hair or chubby cheeked, curly haired little boy that I see in my head running around like a his ass is on fire and his head's catching, just with this sneaky little shit eating grin that he used to have, is now a senior and he graduates this year. Or he better graduate this year. Or he might be, like, getting his butt kicked. But, you know, I don't know. He's now my kid, so I don't know. And I didn't ask my sister any details. <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys. I was just there to take the pictures. So I did. So we did. Got that posted yesterday. And then I had lunch with my birthday twin, Mandy, who is uh, 30. She just turned 30. I did not realize there was such a huge age difference between the two of us. She acts way more mature than I do. I mean, that's just it. She does. Eh, whatever. And I love her. She's so awesome. She brought me um, 
she's an artist, okay? Her, you should totally go check her out, especially if you like, um, she's been doing a lot of fairies lately and they're super cute, super cute. So I did this shot of Olivia. We had um, a dress from Little Dreamers Tutus on rent and we shot, it's called the unicorn barf gown, unicorn barf. Yes, unicorn barf, I said it, um, is what it's called. And it's a couture gown from Whitney, who is a designer. Little Dreamers Tutus is what the name of her company is. Um, and it's super cute. I mean, the the skirt of it looks like a, a unicorn threw up. It's all rainbow. So I did this session with Olivia, my daughter, um, and we did pretty much everything on green screen, and then we used some seamless rolls of paper because I'm kind of obsessed with seamless seamless paper these days for whatever reason. I don't know. It's fun. And I green screened one, and it was her favorite shot. So we took – I have a digital background um, that another photographer had created, and it's a beach with, like, the boardwalk and um, the Ferris wheel, and it's – lots of pinks and purpley and beautiful sunset, you know, this. So I sent Mandy this image and I'm like, cause I had seen her posting these fairies and I'm like, oh my God, this would be so awesome for live for Christmas. So don't spill the beans because my daughter does not know that she is getting a painting of her as a fairy in the unicorn barf gown um, for Christmas. I asked Mandy if she could take that photo that I had created and use it as inspo to make Olivia a fairy and paint her as a fairy. So I had her do a 30 by 30 canvas uh, painting of Liv as a fairy. And I told her, I said, just, you know, kind of just do your thing. She's like, well, what do you want to see? I'm like, I trust you. I trust, you know, what your vision is. Run with it. And I had her made one small tweak to it, and that was pretty much it. So she brought it to me yesterday, and it looks so awesome. It's so cute. It's, oh my God, so cute. And um, she was kind of excited about it, which is cool. And she's like, this is my biggest commission. I'm like, you need to paint bigger. Let me just, I'll just tell you, you need to paint bigger because you need to have your art leave a footprint because it's kick-ass. I mean... If there's something beautiful, I want to be able to put it on the wall and appreciate it from across the room. If I can't see the expression of the person from across the room, it's not big enough. It's not big enough. I mean, I have a three-foot canvas with a frame around it of our family portrait in my living room, and it's not big enough. I, I think it needs to be a 60-inch don't tell my husband. Shh. Nobody say. Because um, I use my canvases are made um, by a company out in Washington State called Guild Canvas that make them the old-fashioned way. So they are not a print-on canvas. It's a big process. They're not inexpensive, but they're going to outlast me. Like, I have two canvases on my wall in my office right here that will last 100 years unless somebody like takes a knife and cuts them or you know gets the backside wet but like legit I can clean them with Windex I can spray Windex on them and wipe them off on the front because they are sealed they are 
tight as a drum. They are freaking amazing and they're worth every stinking penny. But I want to be able to see the expression of the person from across the room. That's appropriate size. So if you see my artwork that I do, it's big. I like to print big. And I mean, these really aren't that big. A 36 inch is three foot. Yeah, but you put it on the wall and you're like, oh, it really is not that big. It's just that we're all like conditioned to think an eight by 10 is a big print. Wrong answer. It's not because I have an eight by 10 next to a 30 inch framed canvas on my wall and it's freaking tiny. But it says, <clears throat> by risking nothing, you risk everything. It was an art project we did with the U Conference um, committee members last year. So anyways, I'm kind of all over the place today, but um, maybe it's just because I got done taking a walk. Um, I'm doing this, just wrapping up a thousand mile month challenge with a team of 10 of us. <clears throat> And I thought that I was going to kick ass and take names on this thing. And then I realized that I don't have a lot of, did not have a lot of long runs in my training plan for the month of October. So I've had to get creative and force myself to like take more walks because I can't like run a lot of extra miles because hello, you, you got to ramp that shit up slow or you end up in a boot. I mean, I've been there on crutches, stress fracture, tendonitis. It's just no fun. So this um, challenge is a 1,000 miles in a month, which the month of October, so we have two days left. Um, this has to be our biggest mileage week of the month to hit, thir- to hit the 1,000 miles. And the gals that have been, that are, are walkers, are carrying us runners. They are. Because all of us runners are like in a, a low mileage month. Um, because a lot of us are just coming off race season. You know, late season races or whatever. And I've had a couple of half marathons. And so my training has kind of been less mileage on the run. I really should have thought this through a little bit more at the beginning of the month and planned and thrown some extra walks in there before it got like cold and crappy out. Today's not bad. I did a little over four miles in an hour and I've got girls on the run practice after school. So that'll net me about another three and that'll get me probably seven. Maybe I'm going to try to push it to eight today if I have to knock out a short walk when I get home. Because my mileage needs to be 30 miles this week. And I'm not there yet. And I only have two days. And I have a swim tomorrow scheduled. And then I think I have a long ride scheduled on Saturday and a long run on Sunday. So I might have to do some tweaking around and do the run on Saturday to get the mileage and the ride on Sunday. I've been doing a lot more biking. Uh, Granted, it's not outdoor biking because... um, It's cold, the weather's been crappy, and there's farm equipment all over the place because we live in Iowa and it's harvest, and it's dangerous to ride on the highway. And my bike's not a trail bike, it's a road bike. So I've done a few rides outside once harvest started, but it's just not safe. It's not safe for me, it's not safe for the other people, and I'm not going that fast, and I get passed by a combine. 
I mean, they take up a lot of room, so it's just, it's not a good idea. So I just parked it on the trainer, and here we are. And <clears throat> that's just where we're at. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about, um, like, mountain bikes and gravel bikes and difference in bikes and this and that and the other thing, because he's a, he's a super pedal head, and he knows way more about bikes than I do. And he was telling me about this specific bikes or whatever and that they'll go through snow that they um I don't remember he rattled off what the the tire thing was or whatever what type of tire was that like handles snow really well and I'm like yeah no I'm out I'm not gonna no I have no desire to ride in the snow I run in the snow that sucks bad enough but I can't imagine trying to ride in the snow I mean it'd probably be a pretty kick-ass workout but no, I'll just hang out. Uh, I'll just stay on my trainer. I'm I'm okay with that for now, for now. But you know who I get if you've listened to me or followed me at all. You know I like those big challenges that are seem like it's impossible or a really difficult thing to do. I like to tackle shit like that. I don't know why. Something messed up in my DNA. I guess. <laughs> Maybe I should have been an adventure cyclist or something. Maybe that's what I'll be in my next life. Who knows? Who knows? So <clears throat> my day today is been going pretty well. I'm checking stuff off my list. I've had some phone calls today that have been fairly productive, I guess. Um, starting out an account for a customer has been kind of a battle because I suck at accounting. Like, and I mean, I don't just suck at accounting. You guys, I suck at accounting. Like when I was in college, I took financial accounting was the first accounting class that I had to do for business. I flunked it big time. So I had to retake it. And then after that is managerial accounting. I bombed that one bigger and shit too. And I had to retake that again too. So when I say I suck at accounting, I really mean it. Like you throw algebra at me or geometry at me or calculus even. Um, I'm cool. But you ask me to balance a checkbook and it's like Superman to kryptonite or kryptonite to Superman. And doing debits and credits and keeping track of books and stuff like that. And this is sad because I'm a business owner and I have been for a lot of years. But this whole accounting thing just does not compute in my brain. I don't know why. It's simple math. I know this. It's simple addition and subtraction. But when I'm going back through, it's like, I don't know. It's like somebody translates it to Chinese and I don't read Chinese and I don't understand it. It does not compute in my brain. And I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's not abstract enough. It's too logical and it's too cut and dry. It's not abstract enough. Maybe that's it. That, that's my story and I'm sticking to it for the day. I'll just, we'll just run with that. <laughs> so anyways, on my walk, I was listening to, I thought, you know, I'll go back and I'm going to listen to like some of my old podcasts. I haven't done a lot. Okay, I haven't done a lot. I've not been consistent. We talked about that on Tuesday. Um, <clears throat> but I listened to like three or four of my old podcasts while I was walking. And 
it was kind of interesting because I was like, oh, yeah, I really had kind of fallen off track. And there's some things that I said that were really hitting home with me with where I'm at right now. I was like, dang, that's interesting. Maybe some foresight or I was just in a better place mentally a year ago. Uh, is uh, Maybe I've regressed in this last year. I don't know. Um, gosh. But thinking about this theme of, of showing up. And I thought, you know, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing a podcast? Who am I to do a podcast? But then the other side of me is like, why not? Why not? Why not me? I mean, other people do it. Just because millions of other people do it doesn't mean that somebody else is going to do it the way I do it. So why not? And that's kind of like the theme of my life is why not? Give it a try. What are you out? I mean, really, what am I out? So some of the some of the things were, were good reminders. So it's a good reminder for me when I went back today and I listened to some of my old podcasts. And one of the things that kind of kind of struck me was um a friend had posted and I need I need to go dig up this group. Um I I let this group just kind of fizzle out. It's called Reset Warriors. It was kind of a it was a private group that I had some people in cuz I thought well, maybe I wanted to start coaching. I don't I don't know. I was delusional. It's okay. I mean, we all try shit and it doesn't work. But there were some good things that came out of it. And one of the posts was um, talking about that, or I mean, one of the the podcasts, I was talking about it because there was a post in that page that was extremely insightful. And I real, I need to go back to dig it up. And I'm going to share it again um, if I can find it, if I can access it. Who knows? I might not even be able to access it. But <clears throat> it talked about where um, we are, like the seasons are changing. And winter depression is a thing. Like, it's seriously a lot of people struggle when coming into winter, you know, the days are shorter, you don't have as much sun time, it's not nice outside, it's cold, there's crappy weather going on. I mean, unless you love this kind of shit, I mean, kudos to you, but I I don't. I don't really get winter blues so bad. Um, Not as bad as some people. But every once in a while, I'm just like, screw winter. Wait a minute. I say screw winter all the time. I would rather live like in Texas or someplace south, maybe Alabama. I don't don't know. Someplace warm. I like warm. I like it warm. I don't like this cold weather crap because anymore, we don't really have fall, maybe a few days. It's like a tease. We don't really have spring. We go from like wicked cold to, oh, maybe tease a little bit. Oh, it's kind of nice. And then nasty, wicked, cold to a little bit. Ooh, maybe just another little tease. Maybe spring's here. Oh my gosh. Some things are starting to turn green a little bit. And then blizzard. And then all of a sudden, it's like freaking hot. Hello, July in May. <laughs> and it just, it feels like just the opposite. It's like our our fall is so short anymore. We don't have that 
I mean, the leaves change and everything, and it's beautiful, and I love fall, but damn it, it's not long enough. And neither is spring. It's like we have, I was on a Zoom call earlier and talking to a, a gal from Minnesota, and she said the same thing. I'm like, well, you know, we do live in the Midwest. And it's like, it, we have two seasons. We have summer and we have winter. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We have three. I forgot road construction. My bad. My bad. Because road construction is a season. I mean, I don't know. You can't deny that. Road construction is a season. It has its own season. Like eight months out of the year. I swear. But whatever. It's, it is what it is. I mean, progress requires work, right? And maintenance. And road construction is maintenance. So we want to drive. We want to traverse roads and go from place to place to place to place. We kind of have to take care of them. Ah, it's a necessary evil. It's a necessary evil. I mean, until somebody invents flying cars or teleportation, we're still going to need to drive on roads. So there we are. And run on roads. And bike on roads. And even though I used to hate bicyclists and riding on the highway. I get it now. I get it. And I'm going to publicly apologize right now to anybody that I was an asshole to. If you were a cyclist and I was rude to you or got too close to you for riding on the road because I thought you didn't belong there. I'm sorry. My apologies. I mean, really, I am. I was a jerk. Oh, goodness. So I don't really have like a direction today. But it's just been kind of an interesting week. I feel like 2020, you know, and this is funny. This is what makes me, made me thought of this or think of this was because at the end of the last podcast that I listened to when I was finishing up my walk, I had said that 2020 has a lot of really awesome things for me. I had a lot of really awesome things planned. And I'll be honest with you guys. 2020 has not been that bad. I mean, there's a lot of shit going down, but my 2020 has been really pretty awesome. And, you know, I think a lot of people are in that same boat. I know there's a lot of shit. If you, uh, uh, man, turn the TV on. I mean, open up your mailbox. Cheese and rice. How many freaking trees are we murdering to send all these political ads. God, what a waste. Does anybody read that shit? Um, I'm gonna have to go with no. What a waste. What a waste. Oh, we're so close to this election being over. I just want it over. Just get it over with. Done with. Let's move on. I'm tired of my phone ringing in the middle of the night or like at nine o'clock at night for stupid crap. I mean... It's not even spam people trying to, like, scam me. It's political crap over it. Over it. But 2020 has been, overall, really freaking good for me. And I am excited for 2021. I am grateful for all of the good things that have happened in my life this year. I'm grateful for the connections I've made this year. I'm super, super, super grateful for the people that have been brought into my life this year 
they've been so much more meaningful and had such a greater impact in a positive way on my life experience this year. And maybe it's because everybody kind of has been set sideways with all of the crap that's been happening this year and all of the blab on media everywhere and just people freaking the F out. But I feel like those face-to-face and person-to-person interactions this year have been so much more meaningful. And, you know... I'm really thankful for that opportunity. I'm very thankful for that opportunity. And I know that there's a lot of people that are like, 2020 can be over anytime, you know, fuck 2020, whatever. But really, I know a lot of people are hurting and I know there's been a lot of people that have died and I know there's been a lot of people that have had bad things, lost their jobs, lost their homes. I mean, hella freaking hurricane went through the state, run across the state of Iowa. I mean, I saw firsthand the devastation. And the pictures, you guys, the pictures and the videos don't even come close to doing it justice. Not even close. There's still people that are homeless because of it. And it happened on August 10th, and today's October 29th. Here we are. It's been a lot. There's been a lot of things. But there's a lot of things every year. And I don't mean to discount the shit experiences if you've had them this year. But I want to encourage you to try to look at the gifts that you've been given. If you're still breathing, that's a number one gift. And for those that have left us this year... God bless them. And they've all left a mark. They've left their mark on our world. And I just want everyone to stop and take a minute and be thankful for those people. Whether they're still here or they've left us, be thankful. Remember... And especially, I know this is coming into, we're coming into the holidays and we've gotten so caught up with everything, but I think the holidays this year are actually going to be different. I know a lot more of my friends and family have pulled back from the the 150 mile an hour, go, go, go all the time, and we've been forced to slow down. And I think that's a good thing, guys. Look, find the good in it. Whatever your situation is, find the good in it. Because there's always something there. No matter how shitty the situation, no matter what it is, there's always something to pull out of it that we can glean from it. There's always something there, even if it's tiny. So that's what I got for you for today. Kind of a little crazy all over the place podcast. And that's it. That's my second for the week. I'm checking that bitch off my to-do list and throwing it in the to-done list. And I'll catch you on Tuesday. 
Have a great weekend. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpc at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.